Hey, MedTalkers, welcome back to MedTalks, where everything biotechnical rocks. This is your co-host, Abhinav. I'm your co-host, Satya. And in today's episode, we'll be talking about the company called Neuralink, and especially its advanced technology and the ethics behind it. Let's check it out. Before we talk about the technology and the ethics of this company, we first need to ask what's its goal and what it does in general. So yeah, Neuralink is basically uh, an innovative company that tries to combine the fields of technology and neuroscience. So basically what this company has done is it's engineered a chip that can possibly, basically it can attach to the brain and it can read signals from the neurons. So with these little probes and things like that, uh, the company is trying to put the chip into actual brains so that one day the neurons can be translated into binary code that the computer can read so we can understand how our brains actually work. Mm-hmm. Got it. But how exactly does it? Do you know, like, like the technology behind this? Is it possible? Like, Yeah, so I think right now they're experimenting with animals and what they've done so far is they've taken these little probe things and mm-hmm. I think it's uh, some sort of gold or platinum conductor and it's flexible so it they're putting those probes into uh, the brain and connecting it to the cerebral and things like that and what yeah. it's allowing it to do is it's allowing it to take signals from neurons so I think right now uh, at this stage the company isn't able to read the signals from individual neurons since they're way too small for mm-hmm. the chip to actually read but when a okay. group of neurons sends uh, a few signals, the chip is actually able to read those and it's able to convert that into binary code that the computers can read. And so we're actually seeing uh, this company able, this company is basically able to connect this chip to the brain of a monkey and they were able to read some of the neuro signals that the monkey's brain was giving off. Oh, okay. So basically this company like makes these is it, are they computer chips or like, is it like an actual chip or is it I think something it's, else? I think it's an actual chip. I think it's a, it's a tiny chip, but I think it's an actual functioning chip that they're, they okay. can insert. Yeah. Okay. So they insert those into their brain. Is it just one or I think it's probably many, right? Like into different areas. Yeah. It might be many in different areas, but I think as of now they're experimenting with one at a time. Yeah. That, that makes sense. But what? You said that they can't reach into one neuron? Yeah. Is it because it's the electrical signal, the voltage differences of one neuron is not significant enough for the thing to detect? Yeah, I think that's one part of it. And the second part is that the signal is actually just too small for the chip to actually pick up. That's why I think they can only read signals from a group of neurons that are sending signals. Oh, okay, okay. But there's like, is there a... Like, what's the goal of having one single neuron? Like, what's the benefit of being able to measure one single neuron instead of a group? Like, is there some kind of additional benefit? So I think the goal of this company was to read individual neural signals so that they can figure out what parts of the brain are active and what each signal represents individually. And the Uh the goal of this whole thing is to try and cure some diseases like some brain injuries, spine injuries, like, and also diseases like, uh, insomnia and also states of mind like depression and I think Mm -hmm. that was one of the goals of the company was to cure those uh, 
actual like disadvantages that people may have. Yeah. And another goal was also to just generally just like read the signals and figure out how our brain actually functions. Oh, okay. So what they're planning to do is like they're planning to stimulate with these chips or these electrodes. They're planning to stimulate the neurons to like fire them in a way that makes the person better like it makes their it fixes their disadvantages yeah i think it's almost like they're trying to rewire the brain with technology complete rewire or just in like the uh just for the disease i think just for for the disease like i I don't know if it's a literal rewiring but yeah you can think of it like that since it's trying to stimulate neuro signals to activate in different parts of the brain and in different ways and I think uh, because of that, you can kind of see it as like rewiring the brain to kind of fix itself with all these uh, brain injuries or things like that. Got it. But I just got a question while you were explaining this. Like, imagine you have a, let's say, with this technology, if it was like better, imagine you have like a person who is like paralyzed, like from the leg down or from the chest down, and then you do you use this technology. Uh, like the electrodes and the chips do you think you can like like do artificial stimulation of the neurons from like an external computer or something that allows the person to move again that would be so cool that's such an interesting question to think about like to be able to get this technology to the point where we can press like a few buttons on the computer and allow so like i guess signals from the brain to directly hit paralyzed parts of the body yeah. If that could happen, I think it might be possible for paralyzed people to actually move yet again. Yeah, obviously it's like, like yeah, obviously it's super advanced. Like it's this is like the yeah. full experimental stage of the company and I really don't have that much knowledge on this company since I'm not really, you know, working for it or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time just hearing about these developments makes you wonder. Like that's that's a really cool thought. Yeah. And like there's all other things I was thinking about because with this type of technology, you can like, there's also some dangers that I was thinking about because if the company was able to like mass produce these ki- these kind of chips and electrodes and they put them into people, like, isn't that sort of like an invasion of privacy, you think? Oh yeah, definitely. I think that's all of like the ethics part of this. With any like new technology, like even with CRISPR and things like that, we've always seen some ethical problems. So I think this technology definitely has a lot of ethical problems that come with it, such as privacy, as you were saying. Like some yeah. people are saying that this technology could get to the point where people could record their own memories. And let's just say, for example, the government wanted to regulate this. They might be like, you know, watching us through our own memories, which seems really scary to think about. Or just the yeah. fact that people could access our memories since they're being recorded. Like even that thought is just very scary to think about because you don't want people to know everything about yourself, right? Yeah, that's true. And you yeah, have some personal space. Exactly. I don't know. So how how about you? What, what what do you think some of like the ethical problems with this technology are as well? Um, I agree with the privacy. That's a big concern. But also just like the fact that you're like uh, entering the brain like that. I think that's quite controversial. I mean, is it through the brain? Like they open your skull and they put them in, or is it some other way they insert the chips? So, uh, actually, I'm not completely sure, but I think they have a robotic neurosurgeon that actually automates this process. Oh, the AI robots again? Yeah, <laughs> again the AI robots from la- like two episodes ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that uh, yeah, they have some sort of AI like neurosurgeon that's actually able to automate this process of putting the chip in. But I think it actually does get inserted into the brain. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's good. I mean, if it's accurate, then it's good. But also you have to, there's probably some side effects that other than the privacy, like there's some possible side effects of these chips in the brain. So that's a major concern. And yeah, I think just integrating ourselves with technology is a big thing to, it's like quite scary. Like Yeah, it's kind of like bionics almost. Yeah. <laughs> like the uh, scientific fiction, uh, I guess mm -hmm. TV shows and things like that, that talk about bionics. Yeah. It's almost like mm -hmm. that coming to the real world. Also, True. I was thinking while we were talking, what do you think about like the, the testing part of it? Like how they're using animals and possibly even humans in the future? I mean, I heard, I read somewhere that they tried it on mice first and I think it worked out decent. Like it wasn't too great, but they got like sufficient results. But I think they later tried it on monkeys because monkeys are like similar to humans, yeah. more, like more similar than mice. And uh, they tried it on them. I think they used like, they teamed up with a university. I don't know exactly what university, but they teamed up with the university to like get monkeys and test them. And there was like this major news about it too. Like, like the, the company was mistreating the monkeys and like animal abuse issues, like out of like, I think 60% of the monkeys that they tested on died due oh, to wow. the thing. Or they were severely injured, like with depression or whatever other mental uh, disadvantages. But yeah, that's quite controversial there because animals and testing, that's, that's already a controversial topic. But doing this, which is, which can help humans and animals, it's just the way that they do it. They have to take special care and special let's call guidelines and regulations for themselves so that's important yeah definitely also what do you think about like the future of this technology what, like what other possibilities do you think that this technology could bring to us i mean as i said earlier bringing bringing back paralyzed people to be able to move again that would be great i feel i see the future in that like you see in the movies sometimes where they use these type of this type of technology to like re-stimulate people, I guess, if that's a word. But yeah, that's a, that's a possibility. And another possibility I think would be to, like you wouldn't see these types of mental disadvantages and right. mental right. disorders, like as you can fix those as well. And other neurodegenerative diseases, maybe they could be fixed. Like it's everything that could that affects the brain could be fixed with this. Yeah, that's really cool to think about. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then as we were talking, I actually came. Wait, up also wait, oh, Satya, yeah, sorry, go ahead. sorry to interrupt you, but I thought of another idea. Maybe you know how um, for any disease or any like disorder, your your body sends signals to your immune system or other parts of the body to release these hormones or proteins to fight the oh, pathogens, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So what if we can use this technology? Let's say somebody got infected with COVID, right? Let's say we can use this technology to tell the brain to activate the immune system like quickly, more like faster. Like faster and, than normally. Yeah, would. faster than normal. 
and like then before, that could, like like uh i guess what you're saying is like you know how when covid affects us it kind of takes yeah. two weeks for us to realize the effects yeah like before that period we could if we realized that we had been infected with covid we could allow our brain to send these signals to our immune system yeah, yeah that would be good and i was thinking also because sometimes uh let's say for some type of cancer uh they what happens is that they overcome these barriers like these inherent biological checkpoints in the cells right oh so let's and then there's these again the immune system cells that eat these cancer cells so if we can somehow like activate those like super activate supercharge them with these like if we can somehow use the brain to supercharge them which i think there is a way to supercharge these macrophages or killer t cells car t cells whatever they may be Mm -hmm. and if we can use this technology to activate those cells to eat the cancer cells that would be pretty good i think that'd be pretty excellent oh yeah i didn't even think about that being able to use this to actually combat cancer itself yeah that's really cool i think i think yeah i think especially this technology will bring so much like revolutionary developments to all the fields like anything that's i guess aligned with neuroscience and anything even medical I think this technology, once it gets to that advanced point, can definitely mm-hmm. bring so much like innovation to these fields. Yeah, that's true. Also, I have a, I had another question. How do you think this technology changes education, the education system? Because once this gets to the point where you can just give information to people, like just send them like gigabytes of data oh, into like their just, brain. Oh, basically like have the internet in your brain at all times. Yes, yeah, sort of. Yeah, I think, How do you think that would shape the education system? So, okay, so I think that if this actually happened, the education system would definitely stray away from memorization. Like, there's no need for you to memorize any knowledge because you basically already have it in your brain. Yeah. I think the education system would more focus on creativity and how you can use the information you have to think of innovative ideas and things like that. Critical analysis. Exactly. Critical analysis, critical thinking, creativity, all those aspects will be the focus of education now. Got it. Like the more humane aspects. Like exactly. The stuff yeah. that yeah. robots can't do that easily. Exactly. The, exactly. Like you said, the more humane aspects. Because once we have this information in our brain, there's no need for us to learn it because we've already got it. Yeah. So now the next phase is to think about how to apply that to our world and how to creatively think and critically analyze all the information we have and apply it to some other aspect. That's true. Yeah. There's a lot of good like benefits with this technology, but at the same time, just as we're talking about the benefits, there's probably like two times the risks as well. Like with this technology, the company could just, in a sense, uh, if it was good enough, it could control people, like send signals and then control them to do stuff or, yeah, like mind control, right? Yeah, mind control. Yeah, like because since it's basically all focused on neurological signals and things like that, if mm-hmm. this technology got good enough, I really do think that people could, you know, use it to control one's brain. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah, it sounds weird to think about, but to be honest, that it could be possible. That's true. And also, what do you think about, like, how, you know, I guess government or people would they like feel about releasing this to the public like do you think it'd ever be released to the public if it even if it got good enough i mean i don't know i feel like they would first test like give it to people who need it like paralyzed or like 
neurodegenerative disease people. But uh, it, there's a long way to go for the public. And I don't know. Is this like CRISPR? You don't just release it to the public. We use it on people who need it, right? Yeah, so that's true. It's, it's a dangerous technology. So, yeah, we have to think on both sides of the issue. Yeah, there's always two sides to the same story. It's so, the yeah. two. It's a two-sided sword. Like, exactly. Yeah, double-edged sword. Yep. That's, that's sword. exactly what this is. Yeah. And yeah, so I think uh, that's it from me, really. I think I've uh, basically gave all my comments and asked my questions. How about you? Do you have anything else you want to add? No, I don't. I don't have any. It was a good discussion today. I didn't think that we could like explore this topic this ex like this well. Yeah, okay, so since that's all from both of us, uh, I think this Neuralink company has a long way to go, and it's really interesting to see all the developments it's going to make in the future. But other than that, yeah, thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on our Instagram or check out our website. Uh, and yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and stay tuned for more. Thank you, MedTalkers.